Welcome everyone to that's we're back. It's been a few weeks, but we're back again. Uh, and this week we're gonna talk about breakups, whether that's relationship or like romantic relationships, families, friends. Um, all of it is you know a life-changing situation. So we're gonna talk about all of it. Hey everybody, so my weekly check-in's going good so far. I feel like I say that every time, but just trying to stay positive as best as I can. Um, like that video you sent me earlier, Liz, I was looking at about manifestation and like just learning to think positively. That's literally like something I struggle with every day and it's a hassle, but I'm getting through it. The week, what's today? Tuesday, barely? Okay, so yeah. we're almost there, but I'm pretty sure by Friday I'll be feeling way better. But um, yeah, get a get a drink in my system, and I'll just be glad that I finished the whole week, you know, peacefully. Yeah. And how's your week going, Liz? Um, it's going good. It's this week is the inspiration for the episode. Of course, we all know this. Um, last time I was newly in a new relationship, and this time I'm out of that relationship. Uh, no, nothing bad happened. I don't have any hate for the guy. I have nothing but love for him. I want him to have a good life and everything. It just didn't work out with us, which is perfectly fine. Um, so that's what inspired this episode. So I'm just going through that. And I just kind of had, and even like this, la- I think this last weekend I had spent with him, like two weekends ago. Um, we were talking a lot about like my job and like how I could do a lot with what I what I do with my freelancing, and um, I was like, I don't know. In the middle of the day, I just had this like feeling like I really wanted to work. I was like, I really want to just go start working right now, and um, mm-hmm. and I said like, even though this this part ended, I feel like I it needed to end. I need to focus on myself. I need to focus on my job, on my kids on healing still because I've I in the last year or two I've done a lot of healing on my attachment style if you want to go back we have an episode on attachment styles um but I've done a lot of healing on my attachment style which is anxious attachment and um I I've done a lot of healing and I've talked to a few friends and they're like you've come so far but I still feel like I still have a lot of more healing to do so mm-hmm. from this point on, I'm probably not going to date anyone. I'm going to have my fun. I'm going to do my thing, which we, me and you know about. But um, I told I'm you gonna... I was going to be juicy. Ah. What? what? I, said, I, told you, I told you I was going to be a juicy episode. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to have my fun. I'm going to do my thing. And then but I'm going to focus on... My business. I'm gonna focus on the podcast. I'm gonna focus on my kids. I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself. I'm gonna start like taking myself out and buy myself flowers. And that way, if I ever date again, then you know I have my standards. If you cannot add value to my life, and instead of me feeling like I need you to validate me, I want to be able to validate myself. And then they're just an addition to my life. Not you know they're yep. not filling a void that I don't have in myself. So I'm going to work on that for this next year. But, um, so, and then last night I was going through my Google Drive because my Google Drive is like, it's like 99% full. So I was going through and I was was deleting a lot of stuff. And um, I found an article. So I used to have a blog called the Mental Mom Blog. And that just no longer exists. I'm going to bring it back up eventually, but just not right now. And um, I found an article that I posted on that blog, and it's called to How to Find Yourself Again After a Relationship. So I'm going to be pulling some inspiration from that article okay. into this podcast episode. And, okay. Um, yeah, so I have that. I have that pulled up. And we're going to do that. We're going to have fun. It's going to be a good time. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you're having a good week. But let's, we were talking about... Um, different um topics for the episode today and you're like we like we should do one about breakups and i was like oh you sure you want to take it there like i feel like 
it's good though like i feel like when you do talk about it you kind of like let the stress go a lot like i felt that oh. with you so even when it's just me and you talking like i feel you kind of like letting it off your chest and kind of like healing from it and then you kind of like realize what you're saying now versus like when you're in the relationship you know what i mean now you're like i already knew like i didn't want to go through stuff like that so it's like okay like I'm happy for you. Either way, I'm always be happy for you, but I'm really um happy. Like, but it just tripped me out when you wanted to do that like that as an episode. I was like, "Oh shit." Like, okay. Are you but sure, I'm girl? Gonna, I'm not going to talk shit or anything. I have nothing I have no shit to talk about um Zach at all. Like I again, nothing but love for him. I want him to be happy, I want him to heal, I want him to do all the good things in his life cuz he does deserve good things. It just didn't work out with us. So this isn't so much. This isn't about fucking shit about anyone. This is about, yeah. um, like no. I'm just, saying, you're gonna I'm just saying, like you're gonna open up on a touchy subject. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's good though. It is something that I feel like when it's us women talking. I'm not me specifically. I'm not the type of friend that's gonna tell you like, oh, I should just tell her what she like what she wants to hear. No, I'm gonna tell you what you need to hear. But at the end of the day, like if you're it is your decision period like i can't tell you don't get back with him or yes get back with him it's not my decision i can only tell you like my point of view and what i would do or you know just be that like the ear to that you can vent to and i listen you know what yeah. i mean my breakups do suck i don't know um i me recently i was dating somebody um i won't put his name out there but he knows who he is he don't even listen to the podcast so it's okay but anyways um I found like, I don't know, I kind of, I found out when I found out, but I've always had the feeling even, so we dated for like a year before we officially like decided, okay, let's be together. We were kind of just like dating, going out to eat, hanging out. But yeah. I, I already kind of like knew his, I guess seen red flags from the beginning and knew his situation as far as with his baby mama, you know how I told you about his baby mama. Yeah. So, um, Mass was still, oh, you know, I still want to go. Even before we made it official, I was like, no, you have baby mama drama. But my dumbass was still like, oh, I, like, I want to be with you. And from the beginning, I always said, like, I kind of felt like he pressured me into being in a relationship with him because it was kind of more like, oh, if, if we're not going to be together, then we're not going to be together. That's it. Like, don't hit me up. Don't this. Don't don't that. And yeah. I just kind of was like, but I want you to be in my life as a friend. But I guess if you don't want that, like, yes, we'll be together. So those were all red flags that I feel like I should have paid attention to, but me being me, like I didn't pay attention to them or I kind of did, but I just, just, I guess brushed it off in a way. So yeah. now that everything like kind of accumulated and all the drama got to where it was like, we kind of were official for, I want to say like a good three months maybe. And then that was it. Like, and me, like I, myself i told myself in the relationship like this is not what you want like you don't you know you want a man that's gonna lead a man that's gonna provide a man that's gonna help you feel secure and safe in your relationship you know um and so i guess that's kind of like when i started like kind of this is disassociating myself with him like just like so anyways what like i was saying the relationship I already know um, other people handle breakups differently. And like I said, I was the type two to be crying and everything. But with me, I've learned that relationships, either boyfriend, girlfriend, friends, uh, family members, I've learned that, you know, like people come and go and you're supposed to just like enjoy the experience with them. And either it's going to be a lesson, like a bad lesson or a good lesson. But the best thing is to still like, do your best and still be you so like you know i don't want to go into a relationship or my next relationship with being like no i don't want to be in a relationship this person hurt me da, 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 da. you know i'd rather I go into that. like my next relationship with i want to be like how you said like i want to be single for a little bit work on myself but i'm not gonna lie i've i've been doing that forever like i've always worked on myself even like regardless if i'm in a relationship or not like i've always done that i've always had to work on myself but yeah going forward i do want to stay single for a little bit um not just to like have fun or anything it's just that i'm such like i'm such a busy person it's hard for me to to stay in a relationship also because then the other person will start being like 
oh, you're too busy for me. You never make time for me. And that's true. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stay single for a little bit. But I still go out, girl. Like, just because I'm single don't mean, like, I'm not going to go eat wings with my friend when he invites me out, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, sure. But, like, I'm, like, pursue something serious. I'm probably not going to do that for a while. Um, But you said something earlier, like, you know, enjoy the experience. Enjoy the, you know, enjoy the adventure. You know, they could be a lesson. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm really big. What made me, what makes me okay with it, since... Like the past year or so, I picked up this like thing, like where it's like divine intervention. Okay, like whatever happens, happens, and it happened for a reason. And like every breakup I've ever had, it's always been like, okay, I kind of already know that this isn't going to end well for me. Like about like a week, maybe like a few days before it happens, or even while like the day before, it's kind of like this like feeling like. I don't think this is okay. Like, I don't know how to end it, but I don't think, I don't feel 100% secure in the situation. And not even like a week or two later, like it, the relationship ends or it fades or something happens. And I'm like, okay, divine intervention. This happened for a reason. Did I want it to happen? Absolutely not. But it happened and I have to accept that and I have to move on with my life because it was a lesson. It was a, um, an experience and whatever and while me and with this last guy uh even though like it didn't like we didn't end up together or anything mm-hmm. it still taught me something because I went from TJ being a piece of shit and I have no problem saying his name he's a piece of shit I have no problem like going from him and mm-hmm. him and now I got to experience this other guy like, I got to see that there's good people out there. There is good people. He wasn't ready for a relationship, and that's okay. But, like, he treated me with respect. He communicated with me. He, like, he treated me great. We had a great time together. And now I know that's out there. Like, I can find another good person. Whether it's him or someone else or, you know, anything, I know that good people exist. And I'm not going to be left with the remainder of what TJ was. And how shitty he was and be like, oh, well, there's only shit people out there. Like, now I know I can be treated good. I can't find good people. I can find, you know, I can find a good person, you know? And it's so crazy, like, getting, like, just, like, getting into the topic of, like, you had kind of, like, one relationship that was really toxic. And then your next relationship was, like, not toxic. So it was kind of, like, uh, like, I'm kind of, like, confused. Like, what do I do? Like, is this something new to me? So it's it was definitely, I know for you, two different experiences. And you know what I mean? Like, kind of, like, two different lessons, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, one, <laughs> one, TJ, like, you learned, uh, you know, like, what not to say with I guess. Yes, yeah. there you go, girl. And then when you got with this new guy, he treated you really good also. And you like like it was two different experiences, definitely for sure. And then they come back and then they make it like a uh, toxic. They're gonna make it toxic. And then they come back and you're like, Oh, all that progress is out the window. I know that when TJ came back, like I thought I was there. I was like right at the cusp of like getting over him. I was like done. And then he came back. But, like, whenever he came back, he was, like, manip- being manipulative, like, threatening to, like, hurt himself and stuff. So mm-hmm. I fell for that. Um, if I if he had not had said that, I'm about 75, 80% sure I would have been, like, you need to go fuck yourself. I think my biggest, just, like, thing with, like, getting over stuff is, like, um, and then, like, also, he, so the guy isn't over his ex either. So I was, like, mm-hmm. I was giving him, like, breakup advice, too. And I was like, like this is what helped me, okay? Like, you talk about it as much as you can. You you talk mm-hmm. about it until the topic is dead, until you're like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. And that's how you process things. The more that you process it, the more that you talk about things, and if your friends don't want to hear you, if your family is done hearing you talk about it, you record yourself talking about it. You talk about the situation as much as you can, and you listen back, and then the more, like, um... You talk about it the more you get over it. And then also we were talking about like closure, like closure being a thing. And I know that whenever me and TJ broke up the first time, um, I was hurt, you know? But the whole time I was like, I wish you would have just cheated on me. I wish you would have done something so horrible that, you know, um, I would have... Uh, like you would have just hated him and it would have been easier to get over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's like, 
kind of what the problem is with this. It's kind of a little bit hard to get over this guy because he didn't do anything that horrible. Um, I like with TJ and every other ex performer, I was able to hate them. I like, I hated them, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, like that's done, you know? And with this guy, I can't, I don't hate him. There's nothing to hate him for. I have no hate for him. The closure is with someone that does hate you. And even if they don't cheat on you, they don't physically beat you or whatever. The disrespect is mm-hmm. the closure. Like them disrespecting you, them lying to you, them manipulating you, them using you for money, for anything, any like little thing that they did, that's the closure. But if someone can treat you that badly, they don't mm-hmm. love you and they don't respect you. Right? You you hold yep. on to that and you're like, okay, that's what that is. You just let that go. And that's something I've learned also, just like, you know, letting shit go, accepting it for what it is, and letting it go because that's what that's not what and this is gonna sound like so like stupid, but like that's not what the universe or God or whatever wanted for me. Things happen for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Whether I know what that reason is or not, it happened. And it happened for the greater good of whatever. Whether I needed to learn something and I needed to be inspired and I needed to um, close a certain door, I learned and I'm able to move on. And I'm okay with that. Yes, girl. That's growth right there. Like how you were saying, I'm working on myself or I want to work on myself. That right there is proof that you're working on yourself, you know? I'm trying. I've been like, I got a planner. I'm like making, I'm making notes. I'm taking, like I'm taking notes. I'm making plans. I'm like, I'm literally like on my shit right now. And I hope it can, it continues because my consistency sucks. But right now I'm on it. And then another thing, like any women that right now are going through um, breakups and they're having a hard time leaving them. Um, so for me and Liz, what's working right now is we're kind of just like leaning on each other a little bit. We message each other as often as we need to and we just listen to each other and, you know, like try to give each other good advice. So that's always something that you can do. Um, you know, one of your friends that you really trust that you you can tell when your friends have like bad ill intentions towards you. So don't go to yeah. one of those friends that always gives you the advice to leave him or you know, do this and do that and go to yeah. one that seems like they actually know what they're talking about and get their advice. At the end of the day, it's going to be your decision. Um, if you decide that you want to stay with that person and keep trying to make it work and keep, you know, chasing that dream of y'all being in love, it's their decision at the end of the day. But a big thing that helps is to have a friend to talk to, um, just so that the women can know, or even men, you know, because maybe you guys are listening to it right now and they're going through breakups and it's hard for them to get over whoever they're trying to get over. Um, it is possible. It does take time. I think that's one of the number one things I've learned also is it, everything takes time, patience, you know, healing takes time, getting over things takes time, moving past things, you know, as actual verb, you're moving past it. That's going to take time to do that. Uh, and it doesn't happen overnight. I can't really put like a time limit on it because I've been heartbroken for months and before and uh, it hasn't been in a while, but it's, you know, um, I just want them to know, like everybody to know that breaking up in relationships and any kind of relationships I've had, like I said, I've had friends that I've, I guess, broken up with. I've had family members that I've broken up with. It all takes time because I feel like we get so attached to these people and they, and they're in our everyday routine in a way um that when we cut them off it's kind of like i guess cutting off drugs in a way because we're so used to them so it's a it's like something new we have to learn but we are all strong enough to get through it and it is possible it is possible to love again after being hurt it's possible to move on um after being hurt shit i've been left two times two times for two different baby mamas i want to know why guys do that why do y'all leave Good women for dear baby mama that you came to me and complained and bitched about and how there's the your baby mama is such an evil lady. She keeps your kids away and da 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 And they end up going back to them like, why do that? I don't know. Like, your girl, I don't well, know. They're Those lying are- to you. It's not the yeah. truth. They want you to feel bad for them, but they're that's not the truth. It's like they want their cake and oh. to eat it too, you know? Oh, no, like, yeah. 
my kid's dad, they uh, he swears up and down like keep the kid from him. But like, if I were if I were to be like, hey, let's try this one more time, he would mm-hmm. in a fucking heartbeat. Because he's he would, yeah, he we talked about we've talked about it two times in the past five years, and we almost did. But like, you know, he found his ex, his new ex, and uh, he got with her. But like, and even then, I told him straight up, I was like, this is just because I'm tired of dating. If I'm a date an asshole, at least I'm a date an asshole. That's my kid's dad. Um, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm gonna do that. You said something else along the lines of like, um, like these people become part of your everyday life. You know, and mm-hmm. um. You talk to these people. You're again, whether it's your family, your friend. I've also cut off friends. I've also cut off family mm-hmm. that I was very close to that I talked to very often, almost daily. And you know, even relationship wise, I talk to these people daily. And then you stop talking to them, or you break up, or you go no contact, or whatever. And it's such a huge difference because you're like, I'm having these conversations with them daily they're part of my daily life i tell this from the moment you wake up you're already like a good morning text or a good morning call so you you know yeah it's like what the fuck is like it's just like it's gone and um i actually broke no contact i think on saturday and we restarted again uh yesterday but um but on saturday uh well i guess we can restart on sunday ish but um, right, you gotta tell everybody what your no, what no contact means. First off, no contact is basically it's intended for healing. It's intended for you to separate yourself from the relationship, for you to see the relationship for what it is. Because when you're in it, you have rose-colored glasses. You're like missing all the red flags. You're missing all the cues. You know, like you're just in it. You know, when you, mm-hmm. you know how you look too closely at a picture and you miss all the all the um. You miss like the beauty of it and you take a step back and you see it for what it is. You can actually appreciate it. So mm-hmm. that's what that is. Like you take a step back, you look at the relationship as a whole and you're able to heal it and like, look at, look at it for what it is and then heal whatever parts that you need healing. Um, no contact really does wonders for healing. And like, if you're, if you're consistently talking to the person that hurt you, you're never going to heal, you know, like you have to take a step back. You have to like, and that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to go no contact so that I can take a step back, disconnect emotionally from this person because I don't want, if I'm still involved with them, I'm going to be emotionally attached. I can't, I can't detach my emotions from them if I'm still in a friendship with them. So I'm taking a step back so that I can heal so that I can, you know, Mm-hmm. You reported it, so that's what no contact is. But um, anyways, I broke no contact on Saturday. I was so used to like I wanted to send him all the memes. I wanted to send him. Well, who broke it though? I don't mean to put you on blast, friend. Who broke it? You messaged him or he messaged I you? Mess- I messaged him. I messaged oh. him because uh, he unadded me on Facebook, and I was like, "Did you unadd me?" <laughs> And he was like, yeah, I deleted you. It's just something I need to do for now. I don't want to feel like anything you post. Like, not that you're doing this or anything, but, like, I don't want to feel like you're posting things with the hopes of me seeing it and getting him a message or whatever. I'm like, that's fine. That's fair. And then I first said, I kind of miss talking to you. And then we kind of, like, we start talking again. And we're like, okay, like, if you're going to talk again, then I don't want to know about your dating. Don't flirt with me. Like, none of that. And he was like, okay. And then we continued to talk, like, about, like, our day or whatever. And I just kind of realized the vibe wasn't the same. I, like, it felt really disconnected, like, because he wasn't flirting with me. He wasn't doing these things. And I realized, you know, that's not mm-hmm. what I want. I really miss our original conversations. Mm-hmm. And um, I, and that night, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't be your friend. It's way too soon. I miss talking to you and everything, but I just, I can't do this. And then he sent me, like, I didn't expect him to respond. I was like, I deleted the text thread as soon as I sent that, that message. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't want to know if he read it. I didn't want to know if he, like, heard it. I didn't want to know anything. I was just like, okay, like, just leave it alone. And then he texted me when I was out. He texted me at, like, 10 o'clock, and I was out and about, and I heard his message. 
and I went to the bathroom and responded to him, and I was crying in the bathroom, texting this message, and they like, and um and then that was it. He read it in the morning, I think. I don't know, but he read it. He didn't respond, and that's it is what it is. And I'm just gonna like leave it alone. But if I keep trying to be friends and then backing up and all this, it's gonna get old. It's gonna get annoying. I can't be his friend right now. And that's it. That's what it is. But it's nothing to do with me hating him. I have no hate towards him. I just I like him so much. I can't be his friend. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, because you want him. Like, it's yeah. like, especially for me, like, when I can't have something I want, girl, I have, like, a whole attitude fit about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know already wanted things to work and things like that. Like, you know, you went in, well, I don't know how he went in the relationship. I'm just saying, like, I know you went into the relationship hopeful. Everything would yeah. go good. And, you know, y'all bonded a yeah. lot, too. So I get that. But the thing is, like, moving on after breakup, like, you know, it's possible. And I know you can do it because you yourself, you're very educated about things like this and very strong minded. And you seem like you are finding yourself again, honestly. And it's not only like the men you date, like it's you yourself. Like you seem like you're going out now, doing your makeup, like, you know, taking time to. And I think that's also like something we need to do when we're going through a breakup is like self-care there you go self-care yeah. like am i gonna say it right yes yeah. self-care i mean go get your nails done conversate with the people doing your nails conversate with the people next to you like you know let it out feel good enjoy yourself and that you know it really does help yeah speaking of that mm-hmm. so um i'm basing this art of this podcast episode based off of my pre- my recent breakup plus an article I found in my Google Docs and it's called Finding Yourself Again After a Relationship. Anyway, mm-hmm. so in the in, in that brought up like um, this specific part. So I say uh, there's phases of break of a breakup. This phase one is called Find Yourself Again and says sometimes we're in a relationship and we forget how much it really took over our life. So mm-hmm. we lose time or interest in our hobbies because we're investing in our relationship and causing us to lose ourselves. Now it's time to take some space for yourself and remember who you are. Take some time to dress up for yourself. Pick up some hobbies or restart ones that you lost time for. Reconnect with the old friends. Go out and do things that your relationship may have pulled you back from, i.e. seeing certain people, doing certain things, and make sure you're doing it for yourself and not revenge to get them back. So some hobby ideas that you can do if you're going through a breakup and you want to kind of distract yourself because you're not talking to them as much and you have a lot more time on your hands or whatever. So some hobby ideas, I said, learn to dance, pick up painting, photography, start your own business, start mm-hmm. a, book, a book club. You can start scrapbooking, sewing, DIY clothes, DIY your place for a new vibe, take a self-defense class. And then if you decide that you want to go out with friends or you want to, you know, have a girl's day and kind of um, focus on, like, spending time with friends and people that love you after a breakup, some ideas you can do are um, hiking, uh, always go in packs, always go in a girl pack, uh, painting with the twist, so you can paint with your friends, go to a nail salon, have brunch. I went to brunch with a friend this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I met her on Facebook, and it was amazing. Me and her talked for four fucking hours, just vibing with mm-hmm. each other, and it was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And it helps. It really does help. That actually yeah. talking, getting it. a lot of people are like, no, I'm not one of those people who likes to talk about it, but sometimes it helps. Well, we didn't even talk about the breakup, really. Like We talked like briefly about it, but we were talking about movies and books and music. Uh, she did oh, tell yeah. me about like her previous relationships and stuff like that. We were just like, we had a great time. I had a great time with her. It was amazing. Well, um, I, I just meant like talking in general. I guess yeah. that's me too. I like to talk a lot because it does help. <laughs> yeah. The painting with the twist is really fun. I like that you said that like um, to pick up some kind of new hobbies. And even if, you know, these things are something like you don't want to just do one by one, do them all, you know, and maybe yeah. by the time you're done with all the lists, you'll be healed a little bit more and moved yeah. on a little bit more. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Yes. So uh, some more girl date night ideas. 
So you do brunch, vacation, night out in the city, horseback riding, museums, a smoke sesh. I know you'll like that one. Uh, Harry Potter movie, the marathon, shopping, um, and all of that. Um, some, like, what I want to do, like, I mentioned this earlier, is I really do, like, I do, I want to date myself. I'm going to date myself. I'm going to take myself on dates. I'm going to spoil myself, and I'm going to... Like buy myself flowers. Show myself the love that I'm like, I feel like, and it's, you know, me personally, sometimes I feel like that's all I want from men is like love. Like I want to feel like this guy's going to be there for me. I want to feel like, you know, he's on my side through everything, but it was like a validation for me. But now I'm like, no, like I, I can just do that for myself, love myself, date myself, mm -hmm. slap my own ass. You know? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Stop your own ass, exactly. Um, okay. I was, I'm on, like, I'm back on uh, the breakup healing side of TikTok. I've been, like, watching a lot of that. And um, and this, there's this one video that, like, really, like, was, like, okay, like, I need to do this. And it was, like, uh, give, like, what you want from the other person. You want the validation. You want the love. You want the compliments. You want, mm -hmm. like, the dates and all you want all that from this other person and it's like in the video is like give that to yourself first give yourself compliments like take yourself out buy yourself things like really like do for yourself whatever you would expect a man to do for you so that whenever a man does come around then it's just all, like i said it's only adding to what you already feel about yourself you're not like they're not feeling a void about like i want to be chosen i want to be loved i want to be validated like you're doing it for yourself you know mm -hmm. and that's what I want to do and I do think I I seeked a little bit of validation from him I was a little bit of a pick me with him um because like I'm like how could you not choose me you know how could you not want to be with me and I try to like make him see that value in me and it's like I can't do that I can't make anyone value me I have to value myself and um so I'm going to do that. I'm going to work on myself and feeding myself what I need. And that way I don't seek it from someone else. Yes, girl. And then once you start, like, carrying yourself. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, because my phone had locked. So once you start, like, um, carrying yourself like that and giving off that vibe, you will attract somebody that sees that in you. Does that make sense? Yes. And I think I sent you the screenshot. I don't believe that. Uh-huh. I wanted to bring up how do you feel and what are your opinions on like women that it, or men or like people, I guess they, it's, they stay with that person instead of breaking up with them because they feel sorry like for them. I feel like that was the situation with my like ex. I kind of stayed with him for so long and you knew his situation. So there's a reason like I felt sorry, but I felt like, I just kept contemplating it. And then I would feel like, well, Mercedes, you're not perfect. So don't expect, you know, this guy that you're dating to be perfect. But then it'd be like, yeah, but there's limits to that also. Like, you know, I feel like we should not be staying with somebody just because we feel sorry for them. And we should definitely not be with somebody if we know that we don't like love them in that type of way. Like I loved him as a friend, especially towards the end. But I just didn't love him, love him like that. So as you know, it was it was easier for me to let him go because, like I said, I had already started like disconnecting myself from him. So it had been like I had already been ready to break up with him before I actually broke up with him. So it was a little bit easier for me. But I just yeah. think about like people in that predicament and you know things we can tell them and the advice we can give them. You know? Yeah. Um. I mean, I was with that with like TJ too, where I kind of felt bad for him because I thought he was gonna like unalive himself mm -hmm. um and I did like there's a lot of times I was like you have to promise me that you won't do this you know and I felt stuck I felt like I like I didn't want to hurt their feelings so I get it and you feel bad for them but I would never you had to put yourself in that position to be like I would never want to I would never want anyone to be with me because they feel bad for me you know like, don't feel, mm -hmm. don't feel bad for me. Like, don't be in a relationship because you feel bad for me. Like, I don't want your pity. I want love, you know? And if you don't love me where I'm at, then we don't need to be together. And, um, but don't, like, feel bad for me. Like, 
have enough respect for me to be like, okay, like I don't see this going anywhere. I'm going to end it here. And then like that. And you don't have to tell them like, you know, you don't have to like put them down or anything. You can just be like, Hey, I don't see this going anywhere. I don't want to pursue this anymore. And you leave it at that. Like, there's no reason for you to like, they're oh, only with you because I felt bad for you or anything. You know, like, you don't have to, like, put them down like that. Even whenever I broke up with TJ, I didn't tell him I'm breaking up with you because I feel bad. Or, like, I was only with you because I felt bad for you or anything. Like, I just, just kind of, like, that's that. That's over, you know? But I get it. I get feeling bad. You don't want to hurt someone's feeling. You don't want to be the reason for someone's heartbreak because you know that they love you and you know that they want to be with you. But at the end of the day, I just... You have to be like, okay, would I want someone to be with me because of this? If the answer is no, then you need to let that go. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. I think it's easy for us to say, though, like, oh, let it go. and But it's harder to do. But that's why oh, yeah. we made this episode today. So we can tell people from our own experiences that it is possible, you know? Yeah. Even though I know, like, you, you say, like, you still miss your exes and stuff. And, you know, but... It's possible, like you're still healing, even though, like you're, you're allowed to feel both miss them and heal oh, and work yeah. on yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You so can miss I them think, and not want to be with them again. Like that's yeah. Possible. You can even miss them and not even actually miss them, just miss their presence or miss the affection of somebody touching you. You know? Yeah. I think exactly. that's what it is for me too. Like that's always been my thing. Like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, it don't care. It don't matter what guy it was. It does matter because yeah, there's like certain bonding with us. But I think the most thing I miss is, like, the affection of a man holding me, yeah. a man breathing on me, a man, you know, like, just telling me, like, I got you, holding my hand, sitting next to me. That's what I miss the most. I don't want to sit there and be like, it's not the actual person because I guess it is the person, but no, it's more the affection, you know? Yeah, I definitely miss the affection um, and the sweet – I miss the affection I miss the sweet words. Mm-hmm. I do miss that. And it's really, it's really hard to disconnect – the good times from what it really was. Because if you're in a toxic relationship, let's just pause right there. Okay? If you're in a toxic relationship, of course, it's going to be good times and everything. But then you have to look at the bad times more than the good times. You have to disconnect. Because the good times are often not who they really were. If someone can disrespect you, call you out your name, like all of that, that's not... You have to like be like, okay, the, the good times don't exist. That was a pretend thing. That was not who they are. That was them faking it so they could gain in some way, you know? Yeah, so they can more or less, um, like, uh, like how, it's like they manipulated how you felt about yeah, them. You thought that they exactly. were this happy-go-lucky person and then come yeah, to find exactly. out, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So you have to, like, really look at the bad part of them and, like, accept that that bad person, the person that disrespected you, lied to you, manipulated you, cheated on you, did all those shitty things, that is who they really are. Um, as far as, like, uh, like let's say it's not a toxic relationship and you do miss those good times, you can appreciate those good times. Appreciate it. Love the good times. Appreciate the good times. And look forward to the fact that there will be good times with other people. You will have good times. And that, that's not, you're not only going to have good times with that person. You know? Like, that. I know that I can find someone. And then another thing, I watched another video on TikTok. Sorry, I've been, I've been watching a lot of TikTok about like breakup and healing. It helps me so much. You have no idea. But I was watching this video, and this is like months ago, actually. This wasn't even recent. This is like when I was going through the breakup with TJ. And um, the video, the girl is like, okay, like, think about all the good times that you had, like you, you attach, you go on these dates and you attach yourself to these people as you had such a good time with them. You were laughing with them. You were talking with them. You vibed with them really well or whatever. And then it's like, okay, well think about like who brought that energy? Who, who was the funny one? Who was the one cracking jokes? Who is exactly? It's me. I'm doing this. I'm not, it's not you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you're, like, laughing at it. We're having fun together. But, like, it's my outgoing personality. Because I can have a yeah. good conversation with almost anybody. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it doesn't mean that that's them or anything. It's, like, yeah, like, they vibe off of me and I have a great time with them. Yes. But, like, mm-hmm. that's me. And I 
I'm the one that's bringing the fun. So, like, just hold on to the fact that you're the catch. You're the prize. Yeah. You're the catch. You will find someone amazing no matter what. You really will. Yes. Yep, I truly believe that. Like, I feel like a lot of us have, especially maybe the older people like myself, um, we're kind of like, oh, I'm over love. I, I give up. I don't I don't want to do this. And I'm not going to lie. That's like a in and out thought in my head. But then yeah. it's like, you know, I think about it. And how you said too, like with, T, not TJ, but with the new guy, like you notice yeah. like, oh, this does still exist and I can't have it again with somebody. So, I, you know, I'm kind of like at that point too, like, you know, yeah. it might not have worked out with blah, 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 because of blah, blah, blah. But like, I still did my best and I still gave it my all. So I had kind of like confirmation that it wasn't really all my fault, the breakup. I, you know, I did my yeah. best, da, 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 da. but like, I can find this again with somebody else, you know, yeah. it just, it's like and, I said, it takes time. I feel like people these days, sometimes we rush to be in a relationship. And I think we talked about this too. Like we don't yeah. t- you know, take time to actually date and like, get to know the person and mm-hmm. uh, sometimes too like we don't realize that it's a lust thing and I think that's been for me as well I've had like more lust than love and I think that yeah. comes because of my personality a lot of people like get my personality and they're like oh it's like a flirting thing you know so it's like no yeah. like so I had try I don't know girl it's just I try to like just take from each breakup and each situation and each time I do get a breakup it's kind of sad to say that I'll be like um I kind of after the breakup I'll be like oh well I kind of expected this to happen anyways you know it should mm-hmm. it shouldn't be that way but after dating especially the men over here I don't know what the men are like over there but the men over here they're like you know some drinkers and some the 304s and um so it shouldn't be like that, but it, it is like that with me and breakups and everything. So I kind of just like each breakup is a little bit easier. And, you know, at the end of the breakup, I do reevaluate everything. And at first, I feel like it does take time because the first maybe couple of days is like bullshit. Like, yeah, the first few days is really hard. Like on a breakup, it's, it's, it's a lot of bullshit. Your emotions are like up and down. Um, it's hard. Like you said, like you, you broke your no contact rule already because it's hard, you know? It's really hard. After some time, though, you'll. I want to give you some time. Like, I think after a while, like, I would say by maybe by the holidays, you'll start feeling better and you'll be able to be like, hey, like, you know, I'm feeling better. Like, I'm finally able to feel like I'm moving on and the feelings are fading, type of thing. Uh, it takes time. I give myself like two weeks. Give me like two weeks. I'll be good. Yeah, I give myself like two months. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a like radical acceptance and Mm -hmm. it's like it really does like the whole like divine intervention all that all of that really like brings meaning to me and then not only that like I I talked to this the new guy the the recent breakup guy I talked Mm -hmm. to him about it like on like our third or fourth date like a month in I forgot what I forgot exactly what date it was but when I was talking about him I was like I was like, I remember crying about TJ whenever we first got, whenever me and TJ first got together, like the first like week or so. I remember crying because I was like, this relationship is going to end. It's going to end and it's going to hurt. And I was like, I'm dreading that pain so badly. I know it's going to, it's going to end in a year, two years, three years. And I'm so scared that I'm going to fall in love with this person. And 10 years down the line, they're going to pass by and then we're going to break up. And that, and then I'm gonna have to like deal with that breakup or whatever. And I was already anticipating that breakup from the very beginning. And, um. but then I'm thinking about it now, like in a past reference, I'm like, okay, but like, I'd say, like, whenever you do get to that breakup point, you're not like, oh my God, like, that's the worst day ever. Like, I remember, like, even like, 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 as of right now, and out of, like, three days after me and TJ broke up, I was done crying over the guy. Like, I haven't cried about him in, like, two days. And I, I didn't cry about TJ after, like, one day. And, um, and, but then you get to the end of the relationship. You have your little cry out. You do, you go through your feelings. But at the end of the day, you're like, that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. That needed to happen. You accept it. It is what it is. And you move on. 
And I try really hard not to dwell on things because, like I said, divine intervention. Things happen for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Every experience that you have happens for a reason. Every person you meet, you meet for a reason. Everything, everything plays a role into how you live your life and how the future unfolds. You went through this shitty experience because you're supposed to learn something. And I know that's uh-huh. so shitty to say because, like, I've gone through really shitty experiences, you know? And I would uh-huh. never be like, oh, you did, like, that happened for a reason and whatever. And I know that sounds, like, really, really harsh. And, like, well, what's the point of me being, like, let's say raped? Like, what good does that do me? And, like, it doesn't do you any good. It just hurts. And it, But trust me, you grow from the pain. You really do. You grow from the pain. And you become so much stronger and then like yeah. so much prouder of yourself once you realize like that you're moved on and you're like past this i'm like that's what i was saying like we sound so mature like we you know like we're very i like to say like we're realist like we can see like what it is for itself we're not we're not two girls that sit there and like feed each other daydreams all day like yeah i met this guy and i really like him and he's he told me he's gonna get a house and like no we're very really oh my god right tell me he don't have he don't fuck with his baby mama Ah, it's a lie (laughs) (laughs) but yeah girl the moral of this podcast is gonna be like for other people to hear it and hopefully be um empowered and maybe inspired and maybe you know, um, encouraged to leave the relationship if they know already they're, they're in a bad relationship and they're kind of feeling like, but I can't, I love this person or I can't, he only has me or they only have me. Um, I feel like do, I want to just tell them like, you know, do what's best for yourself. If you're going to stay, stay, that's your business. If you're going to leave, leave. I'm the type of person that's always going to leave because I don't want to stay in relationships like that. So I just want to give them the advice that it is possible to leave. It is possible, even though it might be hard to start back over from zero, because I say, you know, you don't want to leave because of the financial help that you're getting. You're like, no, I can't leave because he pays all the bills or she pays all the bills. You know, that it's still possible to leave and start over, even though it sounds so scary and it is really hard. It's a process. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're going to be able to do it unless you actually push yourself to try to do it. And then once yeah. you do do it, you're so proud of yourself and you're so um, you're in a better space in your head than where you were from when you were with this person and miserable. You know what I mean? I just want everybody to know that it is possible. It is hard, but it's very possible. It's very rewarding. Once you get over it, you feel very proud of yourself. And um, the more, you know, that you're able to heal and everything, the more proud of you feel of yourself. Maybe the more like that video you sent me earlier in TikTok about like thinking positive and stuff like that. Like it yeah. changes you, it changes your whole life. Um, manifest, manifesting. Mm-hmm. I have never really done it, but I do think things for myself like like I'll tell myself like I'm gonna give me a cop I want a cop <laughs> yeah. and sure enough I had like two cops before like they try to date me you know what I mean so things like yeah. that like I feel like there's other things we can also do to keep ourselves distracted to you know because it's it really at the end of the day it's gonna take time for us to heal time and occupying our time so like you said pick up a, a new hobby oh I was also gonna say because you were like um do stuff that do stuff that you couldn't do without like before the person would let you try new things try some new things that you might have been interested in and just i remember how i don't know if i told you but like with my ex i would kind of tell him like oh i want to do this and he'll be like no so i was like do it do it go ahead and do it for yourself you know what i mean and just keep yourself occupied and self-love self-care um even if it's something as small as like maybe dyeing your hair we don't we don't promote cutting maybe, your hair. Yeah, but we, yeah definitely may, 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 maybe like pause and think about it for a few weeks. But yeah, then, maybe get a tattoo. I would recommend getting no, a tattoo versus cutting your hair. I don't know. That's just me, though. I think honestly, me myself, I have done that, though. I have gotten tattoos. Like when I'm in those, you know, those really sad places when my ex, yeah. ex, someone I was with for three years, when we yeah. broke up, girl, I was in like so much pain because like I'm just I was so used to him. Like we talked about, I had you know, I, in the morning it was good morning, or he would come over with coffee. Like, girl, when we broke up, like 
I got um, a tattoo on my rib just because like I wanted to stop feeling the pain in my brain and feel it on my body. So mm. kind of take away the pain. You know what I mean? Oh, and no. it works. Oh, that tattoo is like permanent though. Like every time you think about that tattoo, you're gonna think about them. Like I, I oh, girl, it works. I don't know. I don't even see my my tattoo that's on my ribs. I hardly see it. Probably only when I change my shirt, I see it, or when I shower. So I don't really think about him like that, but. It's kind of like I got the tattoo because I finally felt like I moved on and it was like, it was my, my cutting of the hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I can't but say yeah, shit. I literally have a name on me and I have a symbol for another guy behind my ear. So I can't well, say that's shit. Yeah. And I'm super tatted down. So that's why probably why I recommended that. Yeah. But yeah. You got a name on you? Whose name yes. do you have on you? I have TJ's name on my <gasps> When did you get that? Like, he did it. He did it on me. Like I didn't know that. Yeah. Girl. Yeah. It's a, you can't really see it. You can't really see it. So that's good. But like, ah, I regret it so much. I regret it so much. But at the time, he was really love bombing me. It was really good. The high of our relationship. And like, oh, I swear to God. Not even, like, a week or two later, everything started crashing down for us. I was like, fuck. And you know how they say, like, oh, it's bad luck if you get each other's It name. is. It's bad luck. It's yeah. bad fucking luck. I didn't just... <laughs> and old man, and not old man, you know, the chemistry guy? Mm-hmm. Or how some... I have so many different names for him. I have so That's many okay. different names. We can names. say different like, names because at least we know who they are. He's a cheater dude. He's old man. He's Mr. Big. He's chemistry guy. He's all of those. But uh, him, he uh, he told me, he was like, don't get names. Names are bad luck. And then he, recently he was like, I'll get matching tattoo with you. And I'm like, oh, Lord, because I don't trust him. Like, I don't trust him. For, like, he's, like, trying to, like, date for real. And I'm like, I don't know, because I don't trust you. You're a fucking cheater, dude. Like, I'm not trying to, like, get cheated on, you know? So, mm-hmm. I like, know. thank you. Uh. Anyways, so, like, we're a mental health podcast, so, of course, there's going to be something mental health-wise about this. So, mm-hmm. um, part of, like, the phases of getting over your relationship um, or finding yourself again, uh, phase two is called restoring your mental health. So, you're going to start journaling. You can start journaling. I really, 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 really love journaling. Um mm-hmm. If you like, I kind of like stopped journaling just because I don't like writing that much. But, and a lot of people are like, kind of make it like way more complicated than it needs to be. You don't have to pick a topic mm-hmm. to journal about. I literally like write and I just like process all my thoughts on paper and I'm just like, okay, I feel like this. Why do I feel like that? I feel like that because of this, this, and this. And why? Let's dig down onto those like, reasons of why I feel like that, and I, like, really map out my brain, like, literally map it out about Mm -hmm. how I'm feeling and why I'm feeling like this and where that that core belief comes from, Um, and it helps me so much, but if you want to have a theme or a, a journal prompt to journal about every day, I have a link, and I'll link it down in the description, and it's like it's called uncovering your authentic self, and um, you just have like a different um, a different journal prompt every day where you kind of like dig more into like how you feel. Oh, is it like giving you something? Is it giving you like a topic to think about type of thing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It'll give you a topic to think about and everything. And I think that's it's such really a good funny. idea. Even having it like in. Um, what is it phases or you know yeah. instead is good especially for like people like me i'd rather do like a step-by-step you know yeah so it's really good yeah so the the journal prompts help i personally don't like journal prompts i feel like they're too like in a box i feel like everything how much i like, write about but when i write freehand and i just write it everything out i map everything out really helps um some other ways that you can restore your mental health is start uh, meditation there are plenty, 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 plenty of free apps or even on YouTube uh, meditations for you to pick from for self-love, for healing, for anxiety, for depression, for like literally for sleep. If you're having trouble sleeping, my kids, I put sleeping meditations for my kids. They love it. 
Um, you can, there's so many different things that you can do to restore your mental health and, med and meditation helps so much. Uh, of course, counseling, get back into therapy, really dig deep into your core wounds and how you feel. Um, one of like my bigger things, like one time, I one of the many, 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 many breakups with Cheater Dude was um, I cried a lot. One of the many things I realized during the breakup was I have like daddy issues. And I kind of sorted that out in therapy where I kind of like dug deep into where my daddy issues come from and how that plays into my abandonment issues and dating. And I was able to heal, like heal the core wound, talk about it with my dad. And it's helped me that, like that point right there was like a big stepping stone into how I feel and how I proceed with dating now is like that, that moment was like so pivotal for me to like realize I had daddy issues and how I was, like, treating every guy in, like, potential relationships, like, they had to choose me, or they had to, um, um, and I was able to deal with that through counseling, and so counseling helps if you have a lot of core wounds that you don't know where, how to deal with. Um, of course, exercising, um, I really don't like hardcore cardio, or, like, really intense cardio, Lifting weights is really fun. Going for walks is really great, especially if you go for walks and you just like listen to nature. And I'm maybe that's the earth sign in me. I don't know. But like, I love like laying in grass and I love being outside in like just outside in nature. I love it so much. It's really therapeutic. I don't know. It's really good for you. And you get like a clear head. You can think clearly when you're not in front of your phone all the time and just kind of like, breathe in fresh air, see nature as it is. And I, I don't know, my best thinking when I'm really processing through something is walking outside and being in nature really, really helps. Um, another thing you can do for mental health and restoring your mental health is listening to really uplifting music. If you're going through a breakup, whether that's a friend, family, whatever breakup you're going through, don't listen to sad music. Don't do that to yourself. Um, Listen to music that hypes you up, that makes you feel like a bad bitch. Um, one of my like favorite songs, uh, "Beautiful Mistakes" by Moon Moon Five. Love that song. Um, oh. Another one is uh, that Area Codes. I got different hoes and different. You know that one. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I love that song. You I know what you was one for me. Which always for me was, I, I don't remember who sings it, but the one's like, I'm F R E E free, you know, I ain't got to worry about no. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm blinking out the. Okay, yeah, that song was good for me. That one, girl, I would leave work and turn up the volume and just be jamming. Like, yeah, yeah I'm not dating no more. Fuck boys. Yeah, and there's, a, there's a lot of good songs out there. I love music. It really, it really, music heals everything. It really does. Mm -hmm. um, some other some more self care tips you can do. Mm -hmm. So, this is like kind of similar to um, this is like phase three ish. It's kind of similar to finding yourself again. So, you take care of yourself for what you may or may not have slacked while you're in a relationship. Maybe that's your hair care, it's your skin care, it's your nails. Maybe you didn't get your nails done as much. Maybe you didn't dress up as much. Maybe you didn't hear. Yes, girl. Yeah, like, you're really going to, like, start, like, taking care of yourself, physically taking care of yourself. Yeah, um, even, like, even, like, um for the older people, like, taking vitamins and taking, yeah. like, you know how I told you, I was like, girl, like, my body is, like, feeling weird. Like, I want to start exercising, but, like, for you to stay on the phone with me to make sure my ass is actually doing it. Oh, yeah, I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm not going tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I'll go tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so, like, uh, I'm not sure about taking that first step. Ah. So You know what else? Uh, you should recommend that pole dancing, girl. The pole dancing, you'll oh, be posting yeah. in there. It looks like you have so much fun. Well, dancing is fun. Take a go, take a class. On I think Maybe I want to. Like, free trial classes for I think I want to, girl, just for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Finding a hobby for yourself, like, honestly, like, it's so important. It's really, you you have something for yourself. It's, especially us as mothers, and mm -hmm. we're single mothers. So, like, literally all the parenting is on us. 
when you become a mom, aside from a relationship, we're not going to talk about that right now, but like you lose yourself. You become full on 100% mom mode. You know, you lose mm-hmm. yourself. You like every, like, honestly, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do without my kids this weekend because I don't have plans now. You know, like, I don't know what I would do with myself. Like, I. I well, you have like, something to do. You can call me and we can stay on video chat. I'm off Friday and Saturday. You call me, okay. we can stay on video chat. I drink where I'm at. You drink where you're at, and we just, you know, that's a like yeah. that, that can help. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, finding a hobby for yourself is really important. Whether you're in just being a mom in general, some hobbies that I like to do. I like to figure skate. I like to pole dance. I can't pole dance right now, but I love it. I love to read. Read books. Whether they're self-care or they're like um, self-improvement books or they're science books or they're like thriller, like scary movie or it's fantasy and like fiction, like whatever book you're into, fucking read it. Like I'm probably going to read again. There's two books I want to read again. There's one called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And basically she just like hypes you up like for your like reach your full potential type of shit and I really need to read, reread that and then there's another one called Welcome Home which is about like healing wounds and kind of like each room of your house has a different um, healing kind of like message in it or whatever so I'm going to read that again because I really like I, like I said I've done a lot of healing in the past year too but I definitely have some more room to grow um, so like read some books, do some self-improvement, um, find like find a hobby, you can paint, you can start drawing. There's tons of videos on YouTube where they can teach you how to draw, they can teach you how to paint, um start knitting or crocheting, like literally there's so many things you can start to do for yourself to find a hobby for yourself, and it's like literally like your life should not be as a mom just in care kids you need to find a hobby Maybe my hobbies that i do is i like to shop um shop i like to yes girl i like to uh fix myself up real cute and go to the gas station and just be reminded that i still look good girl because at my gas station like even the indios the ones who work in the gas station love me so I'm saying I fix myself up. I go over there and they'll be like, where you been at? And I'll be like, oh, I've been at home. And they'll give me free, like I promise you, they'll give me free drinks and everything. Like they really do love me right there. So I fix myself up and go remind myself that I'm so a bad bitch, you know? Yeah, you're a bad bitch. Oh, yeah. And sometimes, so self-care, I can include hair care, skincare, nails. This area in particular is like kind of what I struggled with, both during and after a relationship. I kind of get too comfortable and afterward, I've been so laid back that I kind of forget to take care of myself. Like, even, like, shaping my legs and shit, like, it's really bad. Uh, your self-care might look like meditation without video games in the background or sleeping without someone poking you in the back. Basically, anything you have the time or money for, take some time at the end of the day for a long bath, put on some soft music, add some bubbles or a bath bomb. Uh, um, you can kind of take care of yourself. Wink, wink, that area, you know, like self. Like, a little bit, you know? If you do that. I've never gotten off with a boyfriend. I never have. Like, there's, like, only two people in my life that have ever been able to, like, get me off. And I'm being dead serious. And, like, and I'm not even kidding. It's, like, don't go sippy around. But, like, take care of yourself. Get you a little uh, battery-operated boyfriend. Call him Bob. Yeah. I got myself a little Bob. I don't know if I would like Bob. I like more Mexican names. I want him to be like well, Ramon. No. Battery. So battery B operated O boyfriend B Bob B O B. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> I can call him, um, or you can make him another name. Call him Miguel. Call him um. Javier. <laughs> Carlos. Oh, so Mexican and shit. But yeah. No, I don't, me personally, like, like I've done that, but I don't really like it. I'd prefer somebody else to do it for me. So. Oh, no, I do it better myself, anyways. So I just, I don't yeah. know. 
myself, so whatever. Oh, yeah, because you said you have never really been properly, like, pleasured. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up a little bit in the episode. It's been a great time talking with Mercedes about breakups, and hopefully y'all learned something. Just know that, um, and this is kind of something that he said, and it really resonated with me. Uh, the ex said, I know that everything's going to be okay in the end, and if it's not okay, it's not the end. So just kind of like find follows that, you know, your life and everything is going to be okay. Your dating life, your love life, your friendships, your family, it's going to be what it needs to be. Your self-love, even if you're struggling with self to love yourself, it's going to be, the, it, you know, it's going to be okay, like you said. Yeah. And if it's not okay, then that just means you have more work to do, but you can always, there's always going to be work to do. There's always healing, there's always lesson learned to just take it in stride, you know. And of course, you know, like I said, divine intervention helped me so much. Just find solace in the fact that everything happens for a reason. No matter what that reason is, maybe you won't know. You might not know now, but you'll know You'll know in, in, in even like a few years, you'll be like, oh, that makes sense now, you know? I know that sometimes dating, it can make you lose hope in dating and finding relationships and everything. But like, if you exist, if you know that you're a good person, just know that there are other good people out there that will treat you exactly the way you need, you deserve to be treated. And so... Yes. Um, for me, just ending the podcast, I just want to say, um, everybody, I don't, you know, I don't care who you are. I don't judge anybody. Everybody deserves to be loved the way they need to be loved. And, you know, um, we all make mistakes, things like that. Um, we are worthy of being loved. Never settle, even though sometimes we get comfortable in the situations that we're in. And it's hard for us to change and make a change or the thought of changing is scary. Um, do it anyways. Take that chance. It's worth it. Love yourself and always be like, do your best. Be good to people because you never know what they're going through also, you know. So even though you might be going through a breakup yourself, do your best to still be um, to show love to other people. You know, that's, yeah. what I, that, that's all I wanted to say for the end of the podcast. All right, y'all, that's the end of the podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, be sure to share with your friends and family. We are on Instagram at The Mental Moms Podcast. We're on YouTube at The Mental Moms Podcast. Facebook at The Mental Moms Podcast, of course. Um, you can always send me and Mercedes a message. You find our podcast page or send us a direct message. And we can help you find a therapist or we can help you find support in any way if you're really down and out um there's affordable resources out there and we love you all thank you for listening to us um if you have any podcast ideas go ahead and send us a message also um or comment on our videos or on the podcast itself um we're available on spotify we're available on apple and google like on all the platforms So be sure to share with your friends and family, and we love you all.